1: Good morning everyone, Jurassic Views, Ottawa's, Raptors Podcast, Bryce Diamond. We did play last night, or at least Wednesday night I guess I should say. We played against the Sacramento Kings, the middle of the pack. Sacramento Kings, not on top like the Monarchy, but still uh, with some pride. And uh, despite... The Sacramento Kings being on a back-to-back, they still wore crowns in this game and got the victory against the Raptors. They were 6-8 and eight. on the road coming into this game. We were 10-3, and, uh, and our defense stunk. No way to uh, skirt around it. This was a horrible defensive effort from our team. And yet again, like we did... On the weekend against the Orlando Magic when Pascal Siakam had an incredible game. 36 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. We threw away Fred Van Vliet's best offensive game of the season. 39 points for Fred Van Vliet. He did miss an open look that I actually thought, as the extra defender was coming to disrupt the shot, I actually think... He had time to either set and shoot or fake it, hit Gary Trent Jr. in the corner who would have been wide open because his man went to Fred. But regardless, he did miss that open look with about three seconds to go, and we were not able to tie the game. Um... But he did have 39 points. He shot 13 for 25 from the field. He had 11 free throws. He was excellent, offensively speaking. Uh, his scoring, his shot, um, even his playmaking was good. Scotty Barnes even had a good game. Arguably his best offensive game of the season. 27 points, 10 assists. He wasn't particularly good defensively. Did get roasted a few times by Sabonis. Um, But it's a letdown. At the end of the day, it was all too easy. Way too many open looks. For heaven's sakes, Terrence Davis had 19 points. Malik Monk looked like Ray Allen. It was just a a bad game. A bad effort. And our defense was the main reason. 124 points. At home against a team who's on a back-to-back? I'm sorry. No. This is not the Golden State Warriors of 2017. This is not... Uh, LeBron and Kyrie 2016 um, hell th- this isn't even uh, the New, or- New Orleans Pelicans of this season when they're fully loaded so uh, yeah this was a bad game and we've played a bunch of those um, but a three game losing streak against mediocre oppo- opponents and a snowstorm are not going to steal my joy This podcast is more focused on um, an interview, a conversation that I had with um, someone I look up to, uh, someone who I have great respect and admiration for, an inspiring community builder and leader, Jenna Tenyuk, joined me on Jurassic Views. And this episode is focused on that conversation. We talk about uh, how to trade shrewdly, even if it's trading cards, like Bobby and Masai would. We talk about um, some some really fun kind of tidbits uh, of of Jenna's fandom as a Raptors fan and as an NBA fan. We also, uh, for those listening who are friends or family of Jenna's, we also give some pretty good Christmas ideas, Christmas gift ideas, uh, that you could purchase for her. So I'm just saying, family and friends of Jenna, if you're listening, listen up to that part of the episode. It's a key part. I think it will bring Jenna a lot of joy, but we'll see. Anyways, without further ado, here is my conversation with Jenna Jenna, welcome to Jurassic Views. Just amazing to have you on.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me, Bryce. I'm looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Uh, We're in the season of uh, Christmas. Some might even call it Advent. Uh, What is bringing you joy as an NBA fan this season?
0: Hmm... Well, I don't know if it's the Raptors playing <laughs> that's bringing me joy, <laughs> but I still love watching them. You know, even if they aren't playing too well, you know, sports has always been an important part of my life, whether playing or or watching. And and actually, a few years ago, right before uh, Christmas, I. I got into a car accident and had a concussion and, you know, it was very challenging, but the Raptors were one source of joy for me. uh, Just to, to see them play and to, yeah, just, just be part of that. Even though, you know, watching screens can be very challenging. uh, It would still uh, holds a really important place in my heart.
1: Okay. What uh what when was that again, Jen? When did that happen? Yeah,
0: it was 2 years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: During the Tampa Tank season.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I got to see Malachi Shine, which yeah. you know, we, we don't get to see much of the, uh, these days or the past year and I'm I'm pretty high on Malachi and I just okay. want to see him get a chance, you know. And he's had a few chances where some he's shine, others he he hasn't uh, shown up the way that uh, they've needed. But I think that's the challenge of being, you know, a rookie sophomore in your first few years on a team where you don't get those chances. So yeah. it would be, yeah, and especially you know. Uh, Nick Nurse, you make a few mistakes and you're
1: gone. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me of a few coaches in high school, actually. <laughs> hey, yeah,
0: you know, and like, what does that do to your confidence? Like, it it must be awful.
1: Definitely, so, definitely. Mm-hmm. There's not too many uh, Malachi Flynn fans that come on <laughs> Jurassic View, so now I'm I'm very curious if there was a game. <laughs> in his rookie season that really stood out to you? Uh,
0: what was that game where he was hitting all of those threes? I think they still lost, but okay. it was um, towards the end of the year. Yeah. And, you know, I like a, a nice underdog, undersized guard <laughs> who just, like, puts himself out there because, uh, you know, on the Raptors, what is it, 6'9"? yeah that's right (laughs) yeah so if you are under that it can be very challenging but to see yeah just like you know someone with good ball handling skills sometimes good shooting
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: um yeah you know i just see some of the other raptors bringing up the ball and they just look so awkward you know, when it's in like Scottie or Pascal's hands cause they're not traditional point guards, right? But just, right. I, um yeah, I like Malachi's game and I like to chair for an underdog and, and I would love to see him play more whether that's with the Raptors or with another team.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Now, do you think there's a fit for Malachi? Yeah. Cause on, on the pod, uh, Malachi is often talked about in trade <laughs> discussions, and I'm mm-hmm, curious mm-hmm. if there's a team in the league that you're thinking for Christmas uh, they would benefit. He would benefit from from a move to that team.
0: Yeah, I think a tanking team
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> where he can just get a chance. Uh, you know, the the Lakers could use some more shooting. <laughs> I don't know if you watched their game last night against the Celtics.
1: I just heard Tatum went off.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Celtics were up by like 20 points in the th- in the third quarter. And then the Lakers came back and they were up like 10 or 15 in the fourth quarter with, I don't know, five or six minutes to go. And then as the Lakers do, they just gave away the lead, went to overtime and and they lost,
1: they just didn't have the legs anymore. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, so maybe the Lakers. um,
0: (laughs) I don't know who they would trade for him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Westbrook's salary doesn't seem to match up with Malik. In in some of the trade rumors, um, Houston has been uh, Mm. a a destination because Eric Gordon seems to be Mm. an intriguing veteran shooting guard that the Raptors yeah. would like Ken Birch and Malachi Flynn for Eric Gordon might be interesting. Mm. What do you think about Malachi finding his way in Houston?
0: <laughs> I mean, they have a lot of young guys, right? So I think yeah, it, could definitely. Be, it could be fun to watch. Like I just, you know, it's interesting to see who succeeds in the league and who gets, you know, proper support mentorship and even just having that chance. So whether it's, uh, right now, I don't think he'll get that chance with the Raptors. Right. You know, Nick just, like, loves playing Fred <laughs> way <sharp inhale> too many minutes. Definitely. Which, which I think is really showing. And, you know, just getting in some of those young guys to just try. And, yeah, I guess we'll see where the rest of the season goes and if they make any of those changes. But, you know, it's just. Yeah, I just feel sad for these guys where there is that potential, but just not giving the op- given the opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, sometimes, you know, a different, um, different geography, different, uh, you know, setting to your NBA mm-hmm. story uh, changes things. Obviously, we know that with Kyle, um, mm-hmm. he, he kind of got bumped around the league for a while mm-hmm. and, and made his home here in toronto but uh, who knows what's in store for malachi flynn now being a, a big malachi flynn fan do you follow <laughs> do you follow eric flynn on twitter
0: i know his dad has made some controversial <laughs> comments i i do not follow him on twitter but his dad's name pops up every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it seems so funny because he seems but like malachi seems so quiet yeah and then you know his dad's just like outspoken guy i guess that's kind of like the ball brothers right
1: yeah yeah especially yeah. lonzo versus his yeah
0: dad. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i wonder if he's like you know wants his dad to be quiet or if he finds it helpful because then all the malachi fans just kind of <laughs> promote that <laughs>
1: Uh, who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting. Uh, is there anyone on the on the Raptors besides Malachi that's that's giving you joy? That's making you smile this year?
0: Yeah. Let's see. In terms of playing, or yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean we can
1: talk about off court stuff too.
0: <laughs> I mean, Pascal's been playing amazing. Definitely. It's nice to see him shine and come back from his injury and especially like all the haters on Pascal and you know mocking his spin moves which you know are still effective oh yeah so it's it's nice to see him shine and you know get um get the praise that he deserves and um and just to see how hard he's been working and i think that's you know part of raptors culture you you have people who are many who are underestimated um, who just work extremely hard and you know buy into that hardworking culture so it's, it's nice to see him shine and and get some credit for that
1: definitely I mean I I watch enough highlights of the NBA that you know whether it be uh, Zion Williamson John Morant Kyrie Irving there's loads of guys doing spin moves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like on
1: multiple occasions, in for effective sure. ways, just like Pascal. But I think Pascal's spin cycle is uh, one of a kind, <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure, for sure. And I think also he doesn't, say, carry the ball like Kyrie. Right? Like Kyrie has such yeah. a quote unquote beautiful game. Yes. And You know, Pascal's has been a little rougher that uh, I think that's part of it, too.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. beauty's is in the eye of the beholder. Uh,
0: Exactly.
1: We are are definitely fans of Pascal here. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Jenna, when did your NBA fandom begin? I'm curious because I know you're a big Mm -hmm. fan of the league wide, not just the Raps.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I remember when the Raptors first you know launched. It was just like so exciting for Toronto to get a team, and being able to to go to a game was was just so exciting. Actually, I remember the story where um, my I have two brothers, and we used to collect you know baseball and basketball cards, and my younger brother got a damon stoudemire rookie card okay and and that's when damon was you know at his prime yeah and you know being the smarter older sister i i made him a trade i don't know who i traded him (laughs) for (laughs) and then i had the stoudemire card and then my older brother got so mad that i had done that to our younger brother because he didn't know any difference right and yeah i have to go i'll have to go look for that card i don't think it would be worth very much these days right but, right uh, <laughs> maybe i'll go look it up um yeah so that's when it started and um yeah i just i love watching the raptors i come from a a very big sports family and yeah. my mom is obsessed with the raptors she watches every game right um, her favorite player was damar so she was pretty devastated mm. when he got traded um, but also very happy when we got a championship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's just like you know the raptors have gone through so many ups and many downs and um to see them get the success that they deserve. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how the this season goes in terms of contending or, yeah, letting players play.
1: Yeah. It will be interesting. Uh, the plot thickens for sure as we are one game under 500. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and it's still we, early.
1: Yeah. Do, do you remember where you were or do you remember where your mom was when Damar got traded?
0: Um, I was I was on Twitter at home when okay. I got traded and, you know, we were like typing in the WhatsApp with the family group. I think someone was like, Damar got traded and she's like, I know. And she was like crying and and really sad about
1: that. Dang. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. uh, that was that was one that was like a spear to the heart, I think, for most Raptors fans, Mm -hmm. even though even though we knew the flaws of DeMar, he just repped the city uh, so well, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Especially you don't get a lot of stars who want to stay in Toronto or who are really promoting the city and want to be here unless they're homegrown where they've gotten the chance so to see someone like, you know, Scotty, just like love Toronto yeah. and, and talk about it is really, is really great. And it just sucks that because we're in a different country, no one wants to come here or they don't realize how amazing the city is. So yeah. to have current players and former stars talk about how amazing our city is and the basketball culture here, the fans, like we definitely have one of the top fans in the NBA. And, you know, it's not just a city cheering for you, right? You have a country. Definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're a little quiet a lot of times here in Ottawa, uh, not, 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 <laughs> not Ziya and I, but like as a city, as a city, we're, we're a little yeah. on the, the more timid side. Uh, yeah. So I, I love going yeah, back.
0: Where are you watching basketball? Are there any like good venues to watch or just That's in a, your home?
1: Um, Mostly in my home. I mean, mm. I think we we give a good warning if anyone's visiting when there's a Raptors game on because the house is quite loud and rowdy. Mm. Um, Zion now just lives upstairs in our in our duplex. And uh, so on game nights, we kind of go back and forth depending on uh, if it's a weekday game or not. And uh, my daughter uh, is doing the same thing, kind of waiting for her uncle's re- reaction to something and then wanting to see what, you know, daddy's <laughs> face is going <laughs> to look like after a certain play. Um, um, but yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say in, in Ottawa there's like the bar to go to. Yeah. Um it doesn't like I, I would say it's more of a uh it's certainly in the downtown core, more of a soccer city, uh definitely mm. more more of a hockey city. Hockey in, for sure, yeah, yeah. Than than it is basketball. But but there's a lot of basketball that's played in mm. Ottawa and and a, mm. people do like and support the Raptors, especially around playoff time you'll get mm-hmm. you'll get a, you'll get a little more fanfare, a little more bumper stickers and flags on mm-hmm. cars um, but uh, it's got a long way to go in terms of like a cohesive uh fan base um, yeah
0: i I remember when I was in Ottawa there wasn't much <laughs> basketball <laughs> talk. definitely a lot more hockey
1: yes for sure uh in 2016 in the playoff run um on third avenue in the glebe of all places Mm -hmm. there was like i know there was like a 20 by 40 foot mural for the raptors like it was like a we the north mural and i was like who the heck you know was responsible for this mural because it's outstanding um, but like that was like a drop, you know, like just one kind of lucky moment that, that we had you know, a, more of a city expression of of uh, yeah. the <laughs> uh, that's awesome how how were you uh enjoying games during the championship run? Where were you in the city? who were you watching with
0: mm-hmm. yeah, i'm trying, I'm trying to remember, yeah, I was watching with some friends and family i think i did go to a game that year i think um i know how could i forget right <laughs> <laughs> i think we went to a game against the bucks okay yeah i think it was the game where fred started shooting well Okay. Could, could that be true?
1: That that's that's a good one. Yeah, game three was at home.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think I think we were there. Okay. I feel embarrassed now that I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was a ride, you know, it was a ride. Sometimes yeah, those games yeah. all meld together.
0: They all <laughs> melt together. I know we won, and I'm pretty sure it was against the bucks. And- okay. Yeah, because Fred was shooting so poorly, and I had oh. a cousin there, and he had a Van Vliet jersey, and he was like high on Fred, and and then he he just kept believing in him, and we're like, yeah, yeah way to go.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> so mean I those that. those are the memories that we have to uh, hold on tight, you know, uh, mm. these days with Fred's, <laughs> with Fred's uh, struggle. Oh. Um, Mm -hmm. have you lost a little bit of faith this year? What's your feelings around, uh, around Fred's season?
0: Yeah, I think he's tired. There's been so much weight put on him and, you know, he, he takes accountability as, as one of the leaders on the team and knows that he should be uh, doing better, but it's hard to see, you know, one of your best players go through those slumps and, Um still showing up, working hard, trying to show up on, on defense. And, you know, he's also undersized guard and has always had to bet on himself. Um, so I, I'm hoping he gets out of it soon or that they give, you know, some of the younger guys a chance to, to at least try, you know, yeah, how much worse could they be. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they could definitely be a lot worse. But <laughs> if if they're going down, right? Just give that that opportunity. I think would be would be great to see, but we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, there, there's kind of four main things that you know journalists in Toronto and Raptors Twitter point to as like the four main reasons why the Raptors are one game under 500 this year. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. if you can rank for me where you think these four things kind of fit in in terms of like main reasons for why we're struggling. And ranking one obviously would be like the biggest reason for our struggles. And then obviously number four would be the smallest reason. So I'm going to give you four things. (laughs) Play a little game here with you. And you Mm -hmm. you put them in ranking order of of where you think they are in terms of the impact on our season. So um, Scotty's play, obviously, (laughs) there's been a lot of talk about the sophomore slump of of Mm -hmm. Scotty Barnes. Uh, You had mentioned Fred's play, um, which I I think is very much legitimate, which which everybody is is talking about. There's Nick Nurse's coaching, which we (laughs) recently – uh, have brought up a lot on the pod, and, and you mentioned uh, Nick Nurse's rotations. They're I think they're tighter than Tim T- Tom Thibodeau sometimes. Mm. Uh, and then of course, uh, probably the biggest one for most people, but it, it's arguable at this point in the season the, the injuries that that mm. we suffered from, um, yeah, and sure. and still suffering from with Oga the lineup last game. So where mm. would where would you rank those? Uh, And you can go in reverse order. You can go whatever order you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No judgment on my choices.
1: (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think the injuries are number one. Right? Uh, Because Raptors were playing well before, you know, Pascal went out. Yeah. And they had a lot of other people go out and are still out. Yeah. Um, So I think injuries are number one. I don't like Nick Nurse's rotations. Yeah. I think he he really needs to give other people an opportunity and take that weight off the stars, which, you know, is really showing up on Fred right now. Let's see, Fred or Scotty, <laughs> who, who should take more of the blame? Well, we'll put oh, them as you... a tie. <laughs> a yeah, yeah.
1: Nice, okay.
0: Yeah, because it's, yeah it's it's hard to watch um them go through these slumps and and because of uh, nurses rotations you know you're not seeing other people fill fill those voids right you're just seeing the stars kind of struggle through and you know as a coach you want to believe in your players and so it's interesting because you see, you know, the rookies, sophomores, they make a mistake, they're out. But then you see the stars, like, make mistake after mistake after mistake, game after game,
1: yeah. and they're still
0: playing the same time, right?
1: And, definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of ego in the league, right? Off. People get benched or, you know, are taken off the bench. Like, you know, you watch Westbrook who's doing a lot better. Like he was playing a lot better, obviously made some silly mistakes last night. Right. But to go from, you know, like a former MVP, perennial all-star to coming off the bench and being treated that way, like, it must be demoralizing too. Mm.
1: Especially at that level, you know, with a, with a high belief in yourself, mm-hmm. with, as you said, with a with a great resume, um, it must be tough. Um, we'll yeah. s- we'll see if he sticks around. Come all, come <laughs> trade deadline. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been doing a lot better, but he also hasn't taken accountability for his mistakes and has always deflected the blame. Okay. So on the one hand, you just like feel so bad that the fans and media are just trashing these players, but on the other hand, it's like. Yeah, you have made some really terrible mistakes and you're not taking any accountability for that. And I think you, you know, you see that more in like big stars with the big ego. It can be tough.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, um, Jenna, as someone who follows you on Instagram, as someone who, uh, you know, we have a number of mutual friends together, I know you to be. Uh, an inspiring, an inspirational person, and <laughs> and I'm curious with with Fred's struggles and Scotty's struggles. Would you have any inspirational words for them <laughs> <laughs> as they kind of find try to find their way back to form in this season?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, I would just say just keep working hard we believe in you um and just like you know in your careers and they've been here before right and how have they gotten through it they've just kept working hard kept pushing kept kept shooting right i think that it can be really you know when the threes aren't landing and to keep shooting you, you know you'll have fans say like why does he keep shooting and but if you you don't keep shooting then um then that impacts your confidence your belief in yourself right and at some point it'll start to click again and hopefully for us fans that comes sooner than later and um yeah i think they'll figure it out as they always do
1: It's true. It's true. Um, You know, we mentioned on on the pod so far this season many times about uh, the Raptors record last season having some Mm -hmm. similarities to where it is this season. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you look around the league, um, there's reasons to be, you know, a little bit hopeful when you see Mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, the Knicks, the Hawks, the Pacers are all within a game of us. And then mm-hmm. you see the Bulls and the Heat with a lot mm-hmm. more than us. Uh, if you even switch to the Western Conference, the NBA champions, the defending champs, the Warriors mm-hmm. have 14 losses, yeah. 14 and 14 this year. And the Minnesota Timberwolves, who basically risked it all, yeah. uh so with rudy gobert with mm-hmm. which i think was a major mistake but i guess we'll oh, see yeah. come play <laughs> off time. um what do you, how do you feel about the league in general where it is how how close it is the parity that seems to exist mm-hmm. within the league right now
0: mm-hmm. yeah i think it just shows that it, it's still early like we obviously still have a chance to improve play better and it's nice to see that you know they're you know like the big three as as they call it doesn't really exist in the nba right now Mm. and that um that teams that succeed don't typically win with that big three right you need the supporting cast to to show up obviously you need all stars and you know with the Raptors having Kawhi as a superstar. Mm-hmm. But but having having those guys who come off the bench, who show up, who who play their role is is really important. So yeah, it's it's great to see more of that parody in the league and that there aren't any teams that are really just, you know, going to run away with it.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, in the Eastern Conference, I think between the three-seed Cleveland Cavaliers and the 11-seed mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls, there's only four losses between those teams. Mm-hmm. However, the Celtics and the Bucks yeah. only had seven losses, and the Celtics uh, are 11-2 at home and playing really good on the road as well with a 22-7 record. Do you think anyone in the Eastern Conference – can stop the Boston Celtics,
0: Giannis and the Bucks maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I, okay. they've been playing really well, um, and and they have a chip on their back, right? After yeah. losing um, the championship last last season, when I think they should have won. Right. But um, yeah, you just never know, right? There can be injuries. People can get into slumps at the wrong time or more often than not you know you see people get really hot come playoffs so that that could happen but right now the Celtics look they look really strong but they also almost lost to the Lakers yesterday (laughs) (laughs) it was a really exciting game (laughs) and and the lake the Lakers should have won right? right so I think it shows that yeah you you just never know obviously they're playing extremely well and and when we played the celtics recently we were in it yeah and you know made some you know bad mistakes at the end but um, we were with them right so i think the raptors show up against the celtics but then lose two games against the magic what does that say
1: Painful, painful stuff.
0: Painful, yeah.
1: Um, well, it, 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 I know you still have that uh, trading card. Um, of being <laughs> bottom there somewhere. And he, maybe he would want it, um, you know, next time the Boston Celtics come into town, he's an assistant coach. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: You could see how much he's willing to pay for it if he doesn't have a top right. <laughs> Um, You'd mentioned, you know, the Bucks maybe being able to, beat the Celtics. I think last year, you know, without Chris Middleton, that certainly uh, made life a lot more difficult for Giannis and the team. And you Uh could see the the kind of Celtics take over, especially late in the games, um, game five, game six in particular, uh, Uh were were difficult, a lot more difficult without Chris Middleton. These Uh two teams actually play on Christmas day. And I'm curious Mm -hmm. if, if you and your family are Christmas Day fans if you'll be watching that Bucks Celtics game or any of the other games that day.
0: Yeah, I imagine we'll be we'll be watching it.
1: Yeah. Nice. There's
0: always there's always at family gatherings sports on the background. Okay, okay. Whether it's basketball, baseball, hockey, football, <laughs> <laughs> we we watch everything.
1: So. Okay. Yeah, it'll definitely be on. Uh, Sixers-Knicks started at, start the uh, Christmas Day games at noon, then the Lakers and Mavericks, mm-hmm. Bucks-Celtics, Grizzlies-Warriors are a primetime game, and then mm-hmm. the Suns and Nuggets. Any of those mm-hmm. games stand out uh, for you or maybe even stand out for your family to watch?
0: Um. I mean, the Celtics and Bucks will be a great game. I'm a LeBron fan, and um, okay, one of my brothers is a huge LeBron fan. The other one loves Curry, so <laughs> they'll decide which one to watch. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah, it's always fun to watch with the family.
1: Okay, good stuff. Yeah, we I, I have memories going back to. I don't know, probably when I was nine or 10, when I first started playing basketball with the TV being on, with the Christmas mm. games happening. And uh, it was special, you know, like mm. it, was, it was one of those times of the year where everyone was kind of relaxed. It was after dinner. People's bellies were full. Um, you know, Christmas gifts had been unwrapped and everyone, you know, had a smile on their face. Mm. Um, and 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 even some of the family members that didn't usually watch would, you know, come downstairs, whether it be my house or my cousin's house, and just kind of enjoy basketball together. I don't know if that was the, the one day that everyone kind of was okay with watching basketball yeah. together, but it was uh, it was quite special. Um, it, as a Raptors fan, what what's that gift underneath the tree that you're hoping? You, you, and the rest of the fan base can unwrap uh, and open up <laughs> for the rest of the season. Uh,
0: scoring, maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> putting the ball through putting the, net. the ball in the net. Yeah, you know their
0: defense first, but just seeing <laughs> them score the ball that would be really that would be really great. <laughs>
1: That, that is a good Christmas gift to ask for, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
0: and I want to see when the young guys um, get to step up and play well and get put into the rotation, right? Like the last Orlando game, I think Delano went in for a few minutes, didn't really do anything. Yeah. I don't understand why. I mean, I, I, I know why Nick puts, puts Delano over Malachi because he's so tall. right but I just yeah I would find that really difficult as a player
1: yeah yeah I mean it's funny that you know you watch Malachi uh just his movements and you Mm -hmm. think oh he's got a, a natural movement and fluidity about his game his shot um and, and you feel like there's just something either holding him back, which obviously mm-hmm. his father would say is Nick Nurse, but um, <laughs> you know, there, there, there's there got, you know, at some point, I feel like whether it's in Toronto or not, there, you know, something's going to click mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and he's, he's going to have that consistency, um, both in minutes and, and in his results, as, his play. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, we he do- scored- yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah, when he scored, like, 70-plus points in the summer. (laughs) So there's that potential, right? (laughs) I think when he came into the league, who was the, like, equivalent guard? Peyton Pritchard?
1: Right, Uh, Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and just watching them play. And, like, Pritchard got the opportunity. Malachi didn't. And, again, when you see that potential, especially when, you know, it's someone who's undersized probably underestimated and not given that opportunity on a team of six nines like it can be really really difficult but just yeah i just hope he gets that opportunity whether that's on the Raptors or not just to be able to play and and succeed
1: yeah definitely um it, it is it is difficult when when there's expectations when there's a desire to not just make the playoffs but you know be in the top 4 in the conference mm. uh the margins are thin and you know it's it's i can only imagine that nick nurse you know has trust issues with guys mm. um, but <laughs> yeah. you know like there's only one way to to get better and that's get times in games like if the practices mm. aren't good enough g league yeah. isn't good enough summer league's not good enough like you need those reps in the games when the big lights are on and the cameras are on, right?
0: Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm.
1: So hopefully something something clicks, something gives um, from Nick. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's hard to believe that based on what we've seen of him.
1: That is so true. that is so true. Yeah. Um, in the new year, um, do you have tickets? to a game, and and if you don't, who would you want to see?
0: I do not have tickets.
1: Okay.
0: Who would I want to see? I'd love to see LeBron. You know, we don't know how many more years we have him. And, you know, everyone online, they're always trashing the stars, right? But just to be able to see them live, I think is is really special. And, you know, when these stars retire or can't play anymore, you're gonna miss them, right? Oh, like just definitely. to see his, like a LeBron dunk at, what is he, 37, 38 mm-hmm. is, is just incredible. So I I haven't seen him live. I would, I would love to see him live. Who else would I want? To, I mean, there's so many people, um, I mean, Luka Doncic, um, John Morant, like it's just so many exciting players to to watch, and yeah, there's a lot of amazing skill in this league.
1: Definitely, we we talk about this being like the best the NBA has ever been from a talent pool. It's just like it's such mm-hmm. a global game, and uh, there's just you know such incredible stars with with uh skill sets that i, I don't know if we've seen um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like yeah. i grew up, i grew up watching magic johnson and he, here's mm-hmm. a guy who's probably top 5 6 maybe 7 depending who's list it is um mm-hmm. you know all time and mm-hmm. lebron's got all the gifts that uh, magic had from a skill standpoint and then some, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. incredible to, to see that. Now, if anybody's listening uh, from your life, which I hope they will be, um, <laughs> I, I think a great gift uh, would be to send you to LA to watch the Raptors versus LeBron. Wow. Because,
0: because,
1: <laughs> because LeBron is, has already come and went from Toronto and he didn't even play in the mm-hmm. game last yeah. week. Uh, how excited would you be if someone gave you uh, tickets to the Raptors Lakers in LA and paid for uh round trip tickets.
0: That would be very exciting. Yeah. I
1: don't think that
0: will happen, but thanks for the promo.
1: <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you checking out any games in the new year?
1: Uh, I have yet to buy yeah. tickets uh, to Scotiabank arena this season, partly because the price is a bit of a deterrent. Oh, um, geez, I, know. I, I, <laughs> I have been to Paramount Foods to uh, Stadium to see the 905 already this year. And mm-hmm. it was my daughter's uh, birthday wish uh, for this Aww. coming birthday, which is uh, in January, to see them play. So on February 4th, I will be watching the 905 play with awesome. my daughter. Um, oh, and that's it's really much- sweet. Much, much cheaper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'll just go to the 905 (laughs) and and watch the Raptors (laughs) at home.
1: That's right. That's right. Um, uh, Now, one thing I I got curious about, uh, you and I are both kids who grew up in Mississauga. Um, both, uh, went to, to high schools very close to each other. Actually, yeah. And so for fun, I looked up, uh, some Mississauga guys who are in the NBA and what their origin stories, uh, were and, and three of the guys, obviously that are, are standouts from, from Mississauga, two guys still play in the league. One guy is hoping to get back in the league, Dylan mm. Brooks. RJ Barrett, and of course, Nick Stauskas, who currently uh, plays for the Denver Nuggets G League team in Grand Rapids, Michigan. But Mm -hmm. do you know where RJ Barrett went to elementary school?
0: Oh, I do not know that, but is it near where we grew up?
1: Unbelievable how close it was specifically to the high school you went to. So okay. he, he moved from Europe, I think France, when he was eight years old. His dad, of course, was a professional basketball player, Rowan Barrett, who's now involved with the with the national team and the national program. But when they moved back from France, they wanted Rowan, uh, sorry, RJ, to continue to learn French, and so he went to a French school in Clarkson,
0: wow. Mississippi, yeah,
1: about yeah. a kilometer walk from your <laughs> high school. And I thought, this is ridiculous. Like what a small world. Um, wow. I know, I know. I don't know if it's become like a, a pilgrimage spot for RJ Barrett's uh, fan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, that's wild. Maybe I'll have to go check it out the next time I'm in Mississauga. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go there you go yeah uh horizons jeunesse is the school in yeah Park.
0: yeah i can picture the school yeah it's not too far from um the go train
1: that's right that's right mm-hmm. yeah i was blown away had no idea that was a, a little factoid uh this morning that i picked up learning something new
0: yeah um, thanks for sharing
1: yeah. <laughs> um yeah any, any other uh, Christmas wishes, any other, um, you know, last minute uh, words of inspiration <laughs> to Fred, to Scotty, or a- any tips you want to give Nick Nurse oh um, in, at, at, this, at this time of, of year of giving? Would you want to give it any wisdom to Nick Nurse?
0: <laughs> yes, I would. I would tell him to give more minutes to the bench guys. And I know they haven't always shown up, so it can be hard to have that trust, but um, to give that opportunity to help build their confidence. So, you know, all the the weight isn't put on, you know, Fred, Pascal, Scotty, and yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, obviously we want OG, Wancho, Mm -hmm uh precious and Otto porter jr to come back but until they do nick can you please (laughs) play some of these guards more because uh we might be seeing fred van vliet retire in the next two seasons
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's not repeating his uh all-star season and you know some of that is the fault of nick for sure
1: definitely Definitely. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. And no more injuries. No more injuries.
1: Yeah. Let's, you know, it, Santa, if you're listening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the gift um, of good health. That's it. That's or it. maybe you get the injuries now so that playoff time they will be injury free.
1: <laughs> I hope so. Right now we just I'm gotta like, make the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> still early, still early. There's there's still hope.
1: It's true. Well, Janet, it's been great having you on Jurassic Views. I know uh, my co-hosts Zai and Courtney will be very jealous that that I had the opportunity to, to talk <laughs> to you. Um, so hopefully there's another visit at some point in the future uh, so they can get in on the conversation. But thanks again so much for being on Jurassic Views and and hopefully you have a good Christmas season with the Raptors and a good Christmas day
0: <laughs> Thanks for having me, Bryce. It was uh, wonderful to chat with you. I think I
1: don't, I don't do